Hey guys, good morning to you. Well, let me try that again in case you didn't get it. Good morning to you. Listen, for me, it is March the 1st. I don't know what this is going to be for you when you listen to it, but for me, it's March the 1st, 2023. It's a brand new day of the third month year, and man, the year is flying by. Hey, make the most of it. Listen, let me give you where we're going to be, and then we'll get rid of, get, get all the introductory stuff done, and, and, and then we'll get on and read God's Word. So if you have a, your copy of God's Word anywhere nearby, if you'll turn Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, if we get time, if there is a way, <clears throat> we're going to read down through uh, verse 16. Not sure we'll get as far as I'd like to get uh, because, you know, about 18 minutes, 20 minutes or so, we'll have to quit. Uh, but we're going to get as far as we can. For Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. This is Danny Smith to DK Ministries, and this is DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast. And we're, we're thankful that you've tuned in. We encourage you to tell others about it. And remember, our goal here is not to sell you something but to give you something. And we'd like to give you at least one thought for the day. <clears throat> and uh, every time we meet, that's our goal. And you say, well, Brother Danny, that doesn't seem like a, bit, a very ambitious goal. I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> Getting somebody to give, whether it's to, <clears throat> to think about something we hadn't been thinking about or something new to think about, in our busy lives and everything else, if you can succeed in getting people to, to look at one thing or think about one thing, then I think you've done something. Because most people got so much going on in their life, they don't know that they have room for anything. Uh, that's why it's so hard to get them uh, sometimes listen to podcasts. <clears throat> we'll help you do that. I have friends who listen to podcasts and they listen while they're driving to work. I have other friends who catch it, you know, when they have a moment here and there. Uh, but I hope that you listen and I thank you for listening. I invite you to tell others. Remember, tell them. Listen to this guy's podcast. He may not be that good, but he's never going to charge anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, Philippians chapter one. We have been looking at, at our podcast. As I said, this is DK Mission. Oh, this is DK Mission proclaiming the word podcast. And you can contact us. I almost forgot to tell you. He said, why don't you tell us at the end? Well, I'll try to, but sometimes I talk too long and forget. And so I always like to do it at the front. You can contact us at dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case. And, of course, the DS stands for Danny Smith, and that's who I am. I'm your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. I'm glad you're here. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with the study of God's Word. Philippians chapter 3, beginning verse 1. Finally, now, really, finally is one of those words you realize that Paul was a preacher. And I've heard it said that many people, uh, when their preacher says finally, they know they're about halfway through the sermon. I try, not going to say I'm successful in it, I try not to use that word in my sermons <laughs> unless I'm reading scripture. Uh, I'm not saying I'm successful, but well, I try because I've, I've heard the old adages, heard the old joke, and I unfortunately met a lot of preachers that you knew when they said finally, you were only about halfway through. Well, Paul is rounding the curve, so to speak. He's in the home stretch. Finally, my brethren rejoice in the Lord. You know what? What Paul is taking a breath for just a moment and say, whatever's happening, whatever's going on, let us rejoice in the Lord. Hey, you know what? Uh, that brings an attitude for the day, an attitude of joy and thankfulness and appreciation. So finally, brethren, let us rejoice in the Lord. Listen, I know, I know things are hard, difficult, uh, complicated, all the, all the descriptive words you can use. I think they're called adjectives, but I'm not an English major. All those descriptive words, and a lot of times they're negative. And a lot of times they bring us down, they pull us back, they pull us away, they knock us off the path, all these things. But finally, 
in spite of what's happening, in spite of what is taking place, in spite of what you think, take a moment and rejoice in the Lord. Paul's told this before, and they might wonder, well, how you write it in? Well, he answers that question. For me to write the same thing, you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. In other words, let's get to focusing first on just being appreciative, thankful, praising our God, the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, all those positive adjectives that counter all those negative things that happen. Finally, brethren, rejoice in the Lord. But along with that comes a reminder, a warning. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Uh, beware of the mutilation. We could and we can, but we won't. Uh, describe these various groups that Paul may have been talking about, was talking about, possibly could be talking about, and could be applied to today. Dogs, be evil workers, mutilation, we could. We could just, but, but basically, Paul is just warning you, warning me, warning I, warning us, whatever you want to say it, warning the church, warning believers, whatever. Uh, there are going to be people out there, and they're going to have a multitude of attacks and a multitude of things, and, and they're going to try to trap you and trick you and... Uh, Beware, just wake up, just 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 realize. Don't let your guard down. Uh, a lot of times what you find in people is they get pulled down, pulled away, get discouraged, defeated uh, because they let the guard down. Don't do that. Don't let your guard down. Be aware and then of these people who try to stop you and, and try to discourage you, dissuade you, defeat you. You say, Brother Danny, you act like the, you act like no matter who we are, we're going to have those. Well, unless you're on a, uh, an island by yourself, you are. <laughs> and, and you say, Brother Danny, I'm around family. I know many families that, that, that do this to people, to the believers in their family. I know believers that do it to believers. You know, jealousy is a, a human emotion and, and you know, all those things. And I'm not here to uh, point out those things. I'm just here to tell you, be aware, wake up. Don't let, don't let the fact that people are, trying to trip you up, trip you up. Step over the wire, go around the, go around the rock, whatever you got to do. Uh, you know, I saw, I saw this amazing cartoon yesterday, I think it was, I think it was on Facebook, of, of guys who run in pipe, and uh, there's a big old rock, and uh, they didn't move the, the, the rock, they didn't go around the rock, they run a pipe, and they come, and they went up, and they went over, back down, and, and, and then started running again on the, on the straight line, whatever. And I don't know if it was supposed to mean, supposed to mean uh, you know, how foolish it was that it moved the rock, how foolish it was that it didn't keep the, the pipe. I don't know what it was supposed to mean, uh, but it told me sometimes we spend too much time worrying about those who are trying to, well, keep us from doing what God have us do. Don't do that. Just go around it and go on. Do what you got to do. Uh, sometimes you have to plow it up. Sometimes people put things in the path. You can't get out of the way. I understand that. I, I, hey, if you're there and you know what, no matter what you have to do, that's got to get out. I got to get this out of the way. Okay. But more times than not, just be aware, be alert, be awake, and go do what you need to do. Hey, you know, Jesus told the disciples, don't be very careful on your illustrations about you know, there comes a time where you just have to just kind of shake the dust off your feet and, and and go on. Yesterday, Kathy and I had to go somewhere, and so I actually cleaned up the car. And which is, when you live where we live, and there are no driveways, cement driveways in most of the places, including ours. And so keeping grass out of the car is next to impossible. Uh, but I went and cleaned up the car before I picked her up. 
and uh, I got uh, where she was. I told her to get a garbage bag, and uh, we'll put her shoes in it, put her shoes in it. That way we'll try to keep the, you know, some of the sand and things out of the, out of the car for a little bit. Uh, when she took her shoes off, I could just see, I could just see it coming down. And, I, and as I reflect on that, I read this. You're never probably going to be opposition-free. There's always going to be someone around trying to mess up your clean car. Even people who mean well, even people are trying not to. But some people are going to do it on purpose. Be aware of that. Wake up to it. Know who you are. For we are, Paul said in verse 3, we are, not we might be, not we could be, not we should be, not we're moving toward that. We are the circumcision. Those who, who, who have, you know, no, they knew where they were. They knew who they were. Who worship God in the spirit. Oh, oh, well, there were those who would say, oh, we're the circumcision, but they don't, they didn't worship that way. Make sure you are who you're supposed to be. Make sure you're worshiping God in the spirit. Rejoice. Here's what he said, uh, verse three, for we're the circumcision who worship God in the spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. In other words, we trust who, who, who God is. We know who Jesus is, and we're not, we don't trust ourselves. You have to be very careful with trusting yourself. Some years ago, there was an athlete who, when he turned pro, and he did turn pro, and has, to his credit, a great pro career, probably a Hall of Fame pro career, I would, I would imagine. Don't know much about those things. Uh, but I would think that when he gets through playing, he'll be a Hall of Famer. But I never forget uh, when he went into the, his particular uh, field of athletic endeavor, um, there was a big thing now. What he wore on his shoes, he wore scripture verses on his shoes. And people make a big deal of it, you know, and, and then you heard people say, oh, he, you know, such a great guy, such a great, blah, blah, blah. But then it's, I don't know how many years later, uh, things you hear, things he's done. I don't, know if he, I don't know if he still wears the scriptures on his shoes. I don't know if he still puts them there with magic marker, whatever it is. Uh, but the news that that's shared about him, especially lately, the things we've heard, I, I didn't matter who it is, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I doubt many people say, yeah, he's still, and they would go back and say, that guy we knew, that blah, blah, blah. They would probably say, oh, see, he was a phony, this, that, and that. Other. Let me tell you something. Know who you are. Stay true to the Lord. Be who you are in Jesus, for we are the circumcision, Paul says, and this is what we do. We worship God in spirit. That doesn't mean you're not you're not supposed to wave your hands or you're not you know you're only supposed to you know be reverent and you know still or whatever. It just means that however your mode of worship is, however however to you, uh, focusing on the Lord is, do that, and then people will know. We we worship or who worship God in spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus. As the old saying goes, as the, as the verse goes, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad yet. I was glad and said unto me, it's going to the house of the Lord. You can find passage after passage after passage that deals with rejoicing in the Lord, being thankful, uh, being happy about who God is, what God has done. Just be blessed. If we are circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, have no confidence in the flesh. Uh, this is not, criticize yourself, pick yourself apart, um, devalue yourself. Uh, this is, don't trust in self though, trust in the Lord. Don't, don't make yourself like, I'm so strong, I'm so mighty, I'm so powerful, I'm so good, I'm so great, I'm so awesome. Make it like, I'm walking with the Lord and I'm gonna stay with him. He's gonna lead me, God, direct me. He's gonna, 
He's going to take me through the the, 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 the shadow with that long, the, the, the valley with that long shadow at some points in my life. But I am confident in him. If you've been studying this letter with us, you knew that, uh, you know that Paul began his letter in that first chapter by telling them and telling us he would confidence this very thing to who he has begun a good work and you will complete it in the day of Jesus Christ. Now here is a reminder, have no confidence in the flesh, have confidence, that's the point, in him. And, and then Paul gives a little testimony, a little about his life. Uh, uh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I'm more so. Now, this has always been funny to me. It's almost like I'm going to brag a little bit on myself. Uh, and then he gives a little history. Uh, Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness, which is the law, blameless. Oh, my gosh. You go, oh, wow, this guy, you know, man, he was, he was this, he was that. He was. But then you go to verse 7. And you get his point. But what things were gained to me, these I've counted lost for Christ. Paul knew those things about himself. He'd had those moments where those things meant more to him than he probably could have said and, and you probably would have understood because they were his. But he came to faith. He came to faith in Jesus. And those things that he had counted, those quote-unquote religious trappings, those personal markers, he laid them aside. So they'd not get in the way of his following Jesus. But what things were gained to me, these things I have counted loss for Christ. I don't brag on me, I brag on him. I have, I have a story to tell, places I've been, things I've done. I, I, I look, I'm an open book. This is my history. But I lay all that aside that I might follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, indeed, verse 8. I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. It is not throwing everything in your life away just to throw it away. You know, it is putting it in the proper place. It is doing what you need to do, focusing on the Lord, celebrating who the Lord Jesus Christ is, making sure that you know, that you celebrate, that you observe, uh, that, that, that you worship, that you focus on him putting things in the proper place, proper perspective. Uh, maybe they become signposts. Maybe they become markers. Maybe they become part of the road that bring you where you need to be. But most, more than anything else, what you've done, where you come, is to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you celebrate what you've done there. <sighs> Yet indeed, I count, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. I heard a very intelligent man recently ask another man about his education. And uh, the, the, the intelligent man is, you know, he has scientific degrees and is a scientist and uh, is, a, is a great guy and, I don't know that he meant anything about it. I, I don't know if he was uh, curious and just really didn't know. But he asked the guy about, well, what kind of education do you have? And, and the guy he asked who is, uh, well, I don't know. You'll have to decide if you were meeting. Uh, we told him he had a Ph.D. in philosophy. <laughs> and, and the scientist kind of looked at him for a moment and realized 
He's not just some buffoon. <laughs> he does have some education. He can't put one foot in front of the other. And he just kind of smiled and kind of patted him and, and said, yeah, okay. You know, and he didn't quite know what to say because while well, he'd been braggadocious about his degrees and commenting, I guess, maybe be a little more kind about his degrees and his educational background and things he's done, he realized suddenly the guy he was talking to didn't just fall off the turtle truck, as those saying goes. Well, Paul didn't spend every day telling you about who he was, what he'd done, where he'd been, who he had talked to, all those things. But there were times in his life, there were moments in his ministry where he'd have to give an account, uh, you know, give a record. And, and But those things were always to come back, to point to Jesus, always to come back to a place where Jesus would be glorified, Jesus would be honored. And, and, and Paul didn't, didn't take those uh, personal victories, those personal things that he did and said, look at me. He took at them and said, look at this. I want you to know that all these things I have laid at the feet of my Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. Let's see, a verse that I be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Now, this is where we wanted to get and so we're gonna we're gonna read verses ten, eleven, and I don't care. We're gonna close after that. So if you've been thinking, okay, brother Danny, it's getting close, getting close, getting close. I'm hanging on with you, but I'm fixing to get off. Just give me another minute or two, okay? That I may know Him. What do you know today? Who do you know? What do you put more stock in? Paul was saying the most important thing for me to know is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That I may know Him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death. And we're going to include verse 11. I think I told you verse 10. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Paul placed everything that Jesus made it most important that I may know him. But I don't want to just know his name. I don't want to just, I just don't want, I don't want to just know about him. I want to know him. And I want to know his power. I want to know, I want to know about that resurrection. I want to know about the glory of God. In studying the preaching, which is something what I have done, and if you've heard me preach, you know maybe it hasn't helped me, but in my study of preaching and preachers, and I've learned that years ago, preachers usually either began or went to the resurrection in their sermons. Unfortunately, when you study preachers today, there's almost no mention of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, unless, of course, it's Easter or Christmas. Uh, Easter, we talk about the resurrection, and, and, and Christmas, we talk about the manger. But other times, we talk about other things. But here's this man, and he talked about the resurrection, the power of the resurrection, that I may know him and the power of the resurrection. It is the power of the resurrection that blew all those things away. Some years ago, there was a famous uh, sociologist, I think what he really was in life, became a preacher for a while. And I don't know what happened to him in the end. I don't know how things went, but I do know this. He preached at, one, at least one sermon that made it impact a lot of lives because it made an impact on mine. And uh, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. And I can't remember everything that was said in that sermon or uh, chapter of the book or whatever you want to say, however you got a hold of it. But I remember the topic, I remember the theme, I remember the words. It's Friday. Sometimes there are days in our life where it's hard, it's difficult. It may even seem to be bringing it into things as it was on that Friday. 
but Sunday was coming. And on that Sunday, resurrection came and everything changed. And today for you, if it seems like Friday, if it seems like the end, if it seems like you've just kind of gotten to the place where, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can go any further. Remember, Sunday's coming. God bless you. Glad you were here this morning. I hope that you listened. I hope that this meant something to you. You can let us know. I would love to get an email from you. I'm going to say this a little bit slower just so that you'll get it. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. All of our case. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. All of our case. Give us a shout out. Send us a, just drop us like, hey, still listening or listen today or I'm going to keep listening. I'm going to invite others to listen, whatever it is. Just give us some encouragement. We'd love to have it. And everybody needs that for once in a while. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. All our case. Thank you for listening. This has been DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast. And my friend today, let us lay things aside that we might have room for our Lord Jesus Christ and give him the praise for he is worthy. And you know what? We're going to talk to you next week again. God bless you. We'll see you later.